0: This is episode 485 on the 21st of February 2022, the elimination chamber which was supposed to be the last pay-per-view event before their marquee event, which happens every year in the month of April was just another gimmick which took place, of course. Most of these pay-per-view events are gimmicks, but that's the beauty. That's why they are there. Let's start with the first one. Roman Reigns versus Goldberg. Um, this was supposed to be a marquee match, a clash of generations which had been hyped for over two to three weeks. How Goldberg at 55 was making another comeback, how he was mocked for it. And then what happens? It turned out to be a little because it was seen as icon versus icons, legend versus legend, Hall of Famer versus a future Hall of Famer. But as such things happen, as has been seen previously, this match was disappointing because all the hype didn't make it into a match which it was supposed to be. Of course, the age difference, which one doesn't talk about often, did make a difference. But then Roman Reigns did what Roman Reigns does. He uses duty in submission, which means once the submission is clawed upon the opposition, the his opposing his opponent can never come back. And then the referee does a three count. And if the hand falls limp... Roman Reigns retains his championship and that's exactly what happened. The guillotine submission is something which has worked over the past 24 months and it has worked beautifully. And Whenever there is a submission maneuver where the opponent either taps out or is knocked out, that's the end of the match. With all the eyes over the past two weeks for this particular match ended in a champion but that's what it is which means that Roman Reigns will face Brock Lesnar in a title versus title match how did that happen I'll talk about it as this episode progresses but if you have seen the progression of all the opponents Roman Reigns has faced from age He went through Ed and Daniel Bryan last year. When John Cena came back, after that, John Cena has not been seen again. His feud with Doc Preston has gone a little longer because of the involvement of Paul Kimmins. And then, Kevin Owens last year, Brett Collins this year. They have not been able to get through. Maybe that's what the WWE management wants. And as one of the announcers reiterates, nearly 550 days since he's been the champion, I can say it's been longer since 2019, but that would be in a different record. So this match, which was hyped as something big, ended in a dampener. ended in a bit of a disappointment, but that's the nature of such things. But WWE, you never know why a few semi-retired individuals want to compete again, and when they do, they're not able to go full throttle. Why this happens? The WWE has its own logic. Let's not get into the depth of the logic because that never works. One thing which was interesting was the fight for the WWE World Championship in an elimination chamber match, which started on a somber note, because Lashley was knocked out, means Seth Rollins had buckled, bomb riddle into, in fact, Curry into the pod. And Lashley was hit hard and his neck was hit hard. And then the WWE officials came running, which means if they came running, it was not part of the script they had to follow. And Lashley had to be under concussion protocol once that happened it opened doors for brock lesnar to just f5 his opponents left right and center and when lesnar had no credible opponent with due respect for the likes of crawlings and Middle and theory and science brock lesnar has created that kind of fear it's more of fear in the mind than fear as uh opponent, and Brock Lesnar had predicted that he would win the World Championship. He had already won the Royal Rumble event, and now it's going to be Brock Lesnar as the World Champion versus Roman Reigns as the Universal Champion, which means Survivor Series kind of an event comes early, all about his superiority. And once upon a time, Brock Lesnar was cited for not being a regular as far as the WWE is concerned, after winning his championship. And now, something has happened over the past two years. Change of gear, change of looks, and then he is a regular. And then he doesn't need Paul Heyman by his side to do what he does best, play mind game. So, it will be a very interesting aspect as to how Brock Lesnar as the WWE World champion and Roman Reigns as the WWE Universal Champion face off. It will be a very interesting thing, but still, there is some time for that event, and a lot of things can happen during that. So, let's not get carried away by what can happen. Still, a long way to go. Then there was a match. For the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, which never happened because the Usos attacked the Viking winners even before the bell had officially rung, and they injured their opponents enough that the match didn't even take place. And that was the end of that. The match did not even take place, which is not a novel thing in such events. It often happens. Whether it was by design, default, part of a script, or a bit of KFA moment, that is something which the viewers and everyone can decipher on their own, but this is nothing new as far as a match is concerned. And of course, Usos under the tutelage of their cousin Roman Reigns have often resorted to means that don't want to compete with their opponents because they feel that their opponents are so good that they make sure that the opponents are dropped out even before the referee officially rings a bell and even if they lose on the count of disqualification they will not lose their title so sometimes you lose the match but within your championship match team been an important mantra as far as the world of combat sports is concerned. Except for UFC, which has a totally different ring to it. Moving on to the women's, moving on to another non-title match. Now, this match was more of a distraction away from all the championship matches, all the championship controversies that took place before this match happened. And Drew McIntyre, who has been away from a championship opportunity for a while. And don't be surprised if in that entire month of March, in that entire five-week period leading up to their so-called marquee event of WrestleMania, he is the next opponent Roman Reigns wants to face. It's Drew McIntyre, the likes of famous, and Drew McIntyre could be on that list. Don't be surprised if that happens. this was just... Another gimmick which happened to distract everyone from the championship matches. And then you went on against Madcap Moss. Falls count anywhere. It didn't happen that much. And then McIntyre using his trusted sword. Yes, the sword went on to win via pinfall. Yes, the Claymore kick has worked often. Andrew McIntyre was always going to be winner even before the match was there and that's the most interesting part of this entire story will drew mcintyre be the next opponent roman Reigns faces or will face or want to face in that six week waiting period the thing is you don't know what's on the mind of the wwe management in these situations anything can happen anything goes it's difficult to come to a conclusion but yes I do think that you might see Drew McIntyre after his feud with Madcap Moss as his mentor in Corbin. He might be in the championship contention again, yeah, that's quite a possibility. But they have already declared a Lesnar-Reigns match, so you, even if McIntyre challenges Roman Reigns for a championship match, McIntyre may not win because they already hyped up that Lesnar-Reigns match. Even if Roman Reigns has to face an opponent in this intervening period, he will retain by whatever means necessary. And then, everyone is looking forward to that Lesnar-Reigns title versus title and early Survivor Series kind of match. Moving on to the women's division. Now, Lita is another former champion in that semi-retired wrestler league. And just like Goldberg, she returned for another shot at a title and she challenged Becky Lynch. But what happens? Just like the goldberg Reigns match, which travels all the hype, all the free match promotions. A similar kind of a narrative. I'm here for one more title shot. My age has nothing to do with what I can do. This match had more interest because it was close, pinfall after pinfall, moonsaults, arm bars, but eventually, Becky Lynch retained her title as it was expected for her to retain that title. And then you may not see Lita again in the championship contention because this was a one-off match. Just like the Wayne-Goldberg match and this was always going to end in a situation where the generational thing and where they had classified as a generation versus generation, as a mentor versus mentee, as someone who grew up watching kind of a match. When most sports athletes Say that I grew up watching this particular player and now I'm playing or compete against this particular athlete. Well, maybe in sports, this I grew up watching someone as my idol works, but not in every profession. Sports it can happen, but in other professions it doesn't happen. I'll talk about it later, but a match. Which was closed, but eventually one who had to retain, retain the championship. Now, just like the men's elimination chamber match, here it was the women's elimination chamber match, but the winner would go on to face the raw women's championship match at WrestleMania event. And then all six individuals involved were equally capable are equally capable of winning some of them are even former champions some of them have taken the current champion and former champion to the limit but you can take the your opponent to the limit you can grind them down you can turn them hard but if you don't win it won't be considered yes winning losing does time to make a difference and then who eventually wins Bianca Bell Air. Why? Because she was the last athlete out of the court. which means she had valuable time as she saw draw her opponents grind each other out, tire each other out, and when that happens and you are the freshest competitor, you can take advantage of that dire. When you're thrown from the top, when you're thrown from the top of the cage onto the mat, where Your body falls at a rate of knots where even the best of Newton won't be able to decipher the speed at which the body falls. And when you come and you see them battered and bruised and struggling, you take advantage of that and that is exactly what happened. And then she beat an equally strong competitor in V.R. Ripley and now will be in her second WrestleMania main event facing Becky Lynch Unless Becky Lynch is forced to find another competitor in that intervening period. As I said, anything can happen in the month of March as far as the champions are concerned. Brock Lesnar may be asked by Bobby Lashley that he was taken out in circumstances were not under his control so he deserves another title job. Anything is possible. You never know what can happen in this one month intervening period another non-title match was the one between wanda rousey and naomi taking on tonya devil and Charlotte. Brent. this match pulled off past rivalries current rivalries taking the rivalry up to a personal level which is the way it works in this profession you take it personal. you make sure that you mentally to your opponent that, Nayum Ronda Rousey is not a tag team kind of uh, athlete, but this was a very different situation and she did exactly what she was supposed to do with one hand tied behind her back and this was supposed to be a precursor to what would happen when Ronda Rousey would challenge Charlotte Flair for the WWE. SmackDown Women's Championship And as expected Naomi and Ronda Rousey Went on to win Will this have any implications Going further One doesn't know But somehow Non-title matches Where you see The two challengers Face each other Through tag team But they don't But they don't Face each other For a long time Can have An effect As Going further One doesn't know What will happen In this particular match Anything is possible in the Ronda Rousey-Charlotte match. You may see at WrestleMania, all champions, except maybe the Lesnar, Wayne Story, defend their champions. You may see new champions emerging. An entirely new champion group coming, which means the current incumbent lot may lose their respective titles or they may go on to retain their respective presence. That's something which we, will, we can't take a guess because it's very difficult to take a guess. But anything is possible in this particular sport and that's how it is. Talking about the possibilities in the women's division. India once again made a good score of 279 though I think they could have made more at least 290 after you make 100 runs in 13 overs but if the rest of the team only scores one seventy-nine runs in the next 37 overs which means efforts of the openers were not enough because 100 runs and 13 overs is a huge deal in the women's game it doesn't happen but the middle order except for the all-rounder dvp sharma once again Harmanpreet Kaur and the captain Raj were unable to capitalize on the situation and, and continue that momentum. And that's exactly what everyone is talking about. Everyone has said we need to move on from Harmanpreet Kaur. I think Harmanpreet Kaur has had a long way to go. But maybe what can be done is selectors can say, I'm sorry Mithariraj, you may be 30 and a half. Maybe in that legends group, it doesn't matter to us. You are not contributing. You are making 50s, but you are batting slow. 50 or 70 is not going to be good enough. It was a strike rate of 80 in the 50 over game and in the women's division game is considered to be perfect, but not for me. 279 was good, but I lost too many wickets. And then once again, when New Zealand were at lost two wickets in the first. Feeling restrictions, power play, the Indians did not push it. They allowed partnerships. They allowed when they were 170 for six meeting under in of the last 14 overs. They thought the game was in India's bag. But they allowed the number six, seven, eight to have a partnership. Brown we kept coming at a premium and the Indians were unable to control it. As it is, the boundary ropes are already 10-12 meters inside from the building. The grounds are not very big compared to most grounds when men play. And then when that happens, you just have to penetrate the inner ring, the inner circle, pass cover, pass the lights of mid one, mid off. And once that happens, unless you have a filter there, it will result to the boundary, and that's what user ended. Yes, a couple of drop catches can also make a huge difference. With no DRS available, that can also affect the players, which is wrong because the DRS will suddenly be available in the World Cup because that tournament is managed by the international body. This tournament is a private one, so sometimes boards don't want to open their wallets too much or give contracts to companies who could be ready to open their wallets or they give contracts to companies who partially open their wallets as far as technologies and making sure the game happens in a fair manner is concerned. 3-0 loss to India. I don't think it's the end of the world. I don't think this 3-0 loss affects their World Cup chances because we have seen teams losing matches and yet going on to win World Cups. Even if it's about momentum, once this tournament finishes, there will be a couple of warm-up games for the women's team. So this was a good enough warm-up game, but in the warm-up game, all the 15 individuals can be involved. You can substitute. You can have players when ready. That's my question. Is Why do you have this? substitution rule and all the 15-20 members involved in the court allowed to play. Why can't this happen in an actual match? Because if it does, then you can have the X-Factor substituting for another player. If you are batting, you can substitute your... You can get in your all-rounder for a bowler. When you are bowling, you can get in one extra bowler to replace the all-rounder and that all-rounder gets a chance when they are fielding. advantage? No, it's a level playing field. Otherwise, what's the logic of warm-up matches? Because in the 2021 World Cup, India won the warm-up matches, didn't make a difference. And where do these warm-up matches happen? They happen in grounds which are unknown, which don't really have that kind of connection. They are empty. They are basically training grounds, university kind of grounds. Not your proper international ground. I don't see the logic of home of ever. It just doesn't put me in that category. But moving on to the men's division game. In the two matches that India played, they scored 180. Plus. And of course, the theory is that. Even if India has gone on to win the series 3-0, it won't be, it can't be given that kind of attraction because it's against a weak team. That's, that's my question is, what is a weak team? Who is a weak team? Is it losing so many matches? Is not having the past superstars? Who defines superstars? Who was Chris Gale? Nobody. Till the Indian T20 Domestic National Cup happened, Chris Gale was just another player in the West Indies team, not seen as something special. Once he played that tournament, he made once, he was hitting sixes, which brought people close to him. I think in the third game, West Indies started slowly chasing 180 and then had to accelerate and they fell short by 8 points because the 18, 19, 20th over had brought some control with experienced bowlers. In yesterday's match, the you know, once again scored 184. And once again, Venkatesh, a year, was the common phenomenon all of three. In the first match, becomes that at 100 foot 4, takes a team to victory at 164. In the second match, you once again comes 100 for four takes a team, the partnership with be spent. in the final match, in yesterday's match, he once again comes around 90 for four after 12 overs, and then he and his partner, Yadav, Surukamar Yadav combined in a ninety-run partnership in six overs and they take the team to one thing. And of course the question of all rounders, of course, Ardek Pandya is on the radar, so not on the pseudo selectors radar, which I really don't care about. If he's not on the radar, then all honors like Kadeja, Washington Sundar, Akshan Patel, Venkatesh, Kadeshi who which position should one bat on? I think I like when Rohit Sharma went from one to four. I don't mind that. Yes, he didn't make once. And then Rohit Sharma has been opening for so long, for nearly 10 years, and it's difficult to see him at any other position. And then controversies go But I think that too, Two games were good. In this match, Veseldi started off on a very fast-paced note, but then they lost team, they lost patrol, they lost wickets, and it was a to Nicholas to take them through. But it was almost a mirror image, deja vu kind of situation, where he chased a wide delivery, and it was consumed and galloped by the fielder, And then the rest of the lot, you know, the interesting thing is, we are so enamored by the West Indies team. They hit one six and we say, Wow, look at the far hitting. He hit another six. Wow, wow. We pretend to go into this wow, wow story, which I find to be extremely ridiculous and extremely shameful. You hit one six and you think a team matches in your favor. You get out to export and you say, why can't these people think and take singles when the ball is not supposed to be in the hitting zone? But then I will not call them a big team or a team in transition because right now every team who has players above 34 and 35 will want to slowly slowly put them on the back burner and get a couple of younger 25 year olds. Every team is trying that in their own capacity, but I would not conquer to what the popular saying is they are not a team in transition. That's a misnomer. They are not a weak team. Because what defines a weak team? I don't know. India was a weak team once from the time. India was a weak team full of incompetent, unskilled players from the years 1999 till 1999 in that ten year period, it was the most unskilled, inexperienced players full of egos, zero talent. The ballers were also when well, they didn't have that pedigree in my viewpoint, and they will never have that pedigree in my viewpoint. That's the big deal because I stayed. It's ten
1: thirty.
0: Episode number 485 on the 21st of February 2022 stay tuned for the next episode and I will be back with episode number 486 on the 23rd of February 2022 and what should you do while you wait for the next episode as always don't forget to add these books in your must-read books column. Don't forget to add these books in your must-read books column.